Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I am your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. What's up? What's up? Man, honestly, I really wish I could carry a tune. Like, I, that would be... I think I could be an entertainer. Like, I, I, if I could carry a tune, I would want to be on stage. I, I could be the next... Is there a cross between Madonna and Taylor Swift? Like, like crazy Madonna, but like still like, I, I don't like maybe like, I, I don't know. I don't even know what that cross looks like, but a little bit of crazy, a little bit of good. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I, I would be an entertainer, man, if only, right? Um, but here we are. Welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. Here we go. So, I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, Man, I hope everyone is thriving. And and really, before we get started, I do want to address something about the last episode. If you haven't taken a listen, uh, go go listen to the last episode. It's a good one. Uh, It's called, I think I called it, "When What Happens When the Bad Guys Win. Um, I was, I was talking a lot about poor leadership and I want to make it very clear right now that I was not in any way talking about my FCA leadership. Uh, so the people that are over me, man, I'm really, really lucky. I have some pretty awesome leaders that I get to learn from and no, I am not just kissing up, (laughs) although it never hurts. Uh, but seriously, it was funny because I had a couple of phone calls from other FCA staff people and they were asking me if everything was okay. Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, why? They said, well, I just listened to your last episode. Man, it sounds like things are a little bit crazy. And I just assumed that you were talking about your leadership. And in that moment, I was going, oh, shoot. I should probably clear things up. So hopefully this clears things up. All right. So let's dig in this week to what God has in store for us. Uh, So just going to jump in. I know this is a shocker, but I just finished a book, um, really good book. The book is called Lead Like a Shepherd by Larry Osborne. Y'all, this book, I mean, this book. There were parts of this book that just completely wrecked me as a leader. And maybe it's because of the stage of life I'm in or the stage of leadership I'm in. But right now, I have such a desire to know the condition of my flock. Um, I love that word flock. I don't know why. I just love the word flock. Um, I like saying it like, what the flock? (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I want to, <laughs> I want to know the condition of my flock and I want to lead them well. 
So there's a part in this book that really struck a chord with me. It talks about how good leaders are willing to be misunderstood. Skirt, bake it up. So yeah, I hate to be misunderstood. Like, so when I read that, it was kind of like, ooh, lights were flashing. Whoa, hello, hello. Um, and I, for me, because I hate being misunderstood so much, I will go to great lengths to have others understand me and my decisions. And really, it, it doesn't sit right with me if there's any type of confusion. Now, this book, it points out that the Lord shepherds us by doing what is best for us whether we like it or not, meaning it may not feel like it's the best thing for us, but because he is a a God of infinite, infinite power, infinite knowledge, he understands, he sees the big picture. He knows it is going to be good for us. So he is willing to be misunderstood because he can see the big picture. Now, this book, it takes one of the most well-known passages of Scripture, and it kind of turns it, turns it on its head in a way that, for me, it was really eye-opening because it, it really was a, a read Scripture, this, this piece of Scripture in such a different way. It takes a, a deep dive into the six verses of Psalm 23. Now, I'm not going to go through each verse because I the, the book is great. If you really want to work on your leadership skills, man, go get the book. It was a, a really great and easy read, easy to understand, easy to go through. But it really, there's a part of the book that, that really kind of takes that deep dive into all six verses of Psalm 23. Um, again, not going to dig into everything, but I am going to highlight maybe just a couple of things that really stood out. So, Early on in the passage, it says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Man, me, I, like the author of this book, I just always assumed that green pastures were symbols of God's peace and growth and goodness. And I have this picture in my mind of a green pasture beside water. And and in this picture, it's beautiful. Like the grass is this really rich color of green and the water is clear. And there's flowers all throughout the field. I I told y'all I have a crazy good imagination. So that's what I think of. I just think of, man, beautiful. And, and I have read this verse more times than I can count. And really, most of us either have read it or we've heard this verse more times than we can count. But for me, I don't know about you guys, but I've never focused on those two words, makes me. It says again, like, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Those two words imply that, that there could be some resistance from the sheep. So when the shepherd is making his sheep lie down in the green pasture, there might be a little resistance. And I just always assume that sheep love to lay down in green pastures. Like, I mean, just like the picture that I described earlier, beautiful. I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, And I don't know, you guys, I know that you can't see me, but when I say the word gorgeous, like I'm bobbing my head and my hair is kind of flopping a little bit. Um, just makes me feel good to say that. But so in my mind, I was thinking, what, man, why wouldn't a sheep want to lay down in a gorgeous, uh, just green pasture? I don't understand why. 
But I want you guys to think about it in this way. Um, and this is for, for those of you that have kids or really, honestly, I've ever dealt with kids. Um, no one has had to make their kids do something that they want to do. Now, again, if you have kids or been around kids, you have probably at some point had to make them clean their room or take a shower or eat nutritious food, but you had to make them because there was some resistance to the request. Now, right? So everybody's like, duh. Here's the thing about sheep. They seldom know what's best for them. That's why they need a shepherd. And here's the crazy thing about those that you will lead. They will not always know what's best for them. And as leaders, we have to sometimes direct them to places that we we know it's going to be a benefit to them. But in that moment, at that specific time, they can't see that. And honestly, if we are leading out of the power of the Holy Spirit, we as leaders, we have to trust that God will go before us so that we can lead them well, right? Like, hey, God, go before me, just like Moses said. God, if you don't go before me, I don't, I don't want to go. Like, if, if you're not there, I, I don't want to be there. Now, just to be clear, I am not talking about manhandling people in a way that is abusive. Come on now, that's not what we're talking about. I am talking about leading from a place of wisdom that only comes from sitting at the feet of our Father. Now, as leaders, we have to take the long view or uh, keep the big picture in front of us because it is so easy to get wrapped up in the now, making that the big picture and, and making the now bigger than it's supposed to be. And, and this all goes back to our first point of good leaders, that they are okay with sometimes being misunderstood. So here is the question for you guys this week. Are you spending more time trying to explain everything you do? Or are you okay if those that, that you lead, if they don't always understand you. For me, man, I mean, keeping it real, like I am working on that. That is uh, being misunderstood. Bugaboo. It's a bugaboo. It is a big bugaboo for me. Um, but I'll honestly say that really I'm not there yet, but let me just say this. Anytime that God has made me go to a place that, that I didn't know I wanted to go or I wasn't sure. or So anytime God has made me lie down in green pastures, there's always been a reason. Always. And his plan is always better than mine. So I just kind of, I have to keep trusting and trust. Like what a verb that is, right? Like, woo, trust, tough, tough. So yeah, so um, take some time this week and, uh, you know, take all your direct reports, like take all the people that you lead and, uh, let's, you know, take them outside and pin everybody down in some grass. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's come on now. Come on now. Uh, but really take this week and, and know that if you are being led by the Holy Spirit, it's okay to sometimes be misunderstood again. Like we should be leading out of, the relationship that, that God is leading us in. Um, so 
really, at the, at the end of the day, if you are leading people, sit at the feet of Jesus and make sure that he is is leading you well. Are you allowing yourself to be led well by the Holy Spirit? So, I hope this is helpful and challenging because for me, like, I mean, this is helpful, yes, but yeah, it is definitely more on the challenging side of things. But um, yeah, I hope this is challenging this week. So I hope that you guys have a great rest of the week and really, man, I hope that you guys spend the rest of the week all jacked up.